0: You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing another episode of Off the Clock Podcast. Year, and I like, try to like get it all out in one. I say, but you, you know I'm you can. So it it's it just so like fast. talking to another human being, Jeff. Yeah, I like the, I like the energy. I think it's an energy thing. Well, you like, have the energy of like turn the switch on. You know, it's like
2: on go. Jeff, you always have energy. You don't <laughs> need to turn any switch on, buddy. <laughs> I need I need oh energy. my goodness Well, you are drinking a cup of coffee. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back to Off the Clock Podcast, made the Johnsonville way. Thank you, Joe No switches here. <laughs> Jeff is always on, folks. Oh my goodness, um, Jeff. It's good to see you again. Good to see you too, Joe.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you have a question? I I, I don't. I think it's more <laughs> of a. Uh, I don't. I'm running out. Um, but I will say this: like I'm ready. Half the summer is already gone. It is. It is. And um, I think I'm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. 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 We were talking about this this weekend. We were camping, as I usually do in the summer. And we're where did you go this time? We went to. Um, uh manitowoc only we didn't go that far it was kind of like a rv park slash motel mm. um it's right on the water though it was close to where we had this event downtown two rivers rivers that we went to it was the schmidt brothers um <laughs>
2: this is so too rich so true i i
1: don't know how deep i want to <laughs> get into this but friends of ours grandpa was like a okay, world winning barbershop quartet they like they won this uh, really prestigious award. I did not they're see this coming. from Two Rivers, and they got like this this little stage dedicated for them this weekend. So, did
2: you work at Johnsonville? It is not unfortunately. Oh, no, we love um, that man. on,
1: but apparently, like they're like the the Michael Jordan of like old school barbershop. <laughs> so it was a big deal. Anyway, so we went there, but we were talking about it being the summer being half over. He's like, oh man, I feel like we haven't. Done, I'm like. We've gone camping every other weekend. We've yeah. done all these different things. My daughters and all this stuff. Like I'm like, I'm okay with it being half over. Like I'm kind of to the point where like, huh? School supplies are out. I'm like, I'm up. I'm I'm liking this. I'm liking this. You know, like <laughs> you see Halloween costume stuff out. I'm like, all right, let's get ready for some fall camping. I'm looking forward to that. Like huh. I'm I'm trying to be a little more positive this year because I think every year it comes around. It's like, oh, it's half over. We haven't done this, that, or that yet. It's like, no. Carpe Diem. a the day. Hey, make the rest of your summer count. Do what you can. Go out there. Spend it with the kids before you gotta begrudgingly or excitingly send them back to school. Hmm. Yeah, I was just trying to. Th- we were talking about. It, I was like, No, I'm. I'm happy with where it's at. I, I don't know. So I'm gonna take over here. I'm Where's gonna say
2: this up? is this is
1: partly a
2: a public service announcement from Jeff that hey, summer's halfway done. Get out there and do your thing. But the other thing is, what else do you want to cram into your summer, folks? I think that's the question here. That's I a think great that question. Is, that is what Jeff is trying to get. I, I want
1: to also, I want to challenge the folks if not only tell me what, like they're 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 missing out that they, they need to complete before the summer, and then do it. Then send some photos in. Send some experiences in. Carpe we'll, diem. We'll, we'll talk about it. Love I it. I also think maybe last week I was a little rough on the old parade, or whenever this is gonna come out. Yeah, I, I went I, off on parades. It was. Bad, really it was a have bad you look. No, no. On the I'm not. Pr- I'm not apologizing. I'm just trying to come with a different energy today. Which, by the way, our guest here today really <laughs> he, he he threw out.
2: What, what was your statement on uh, on parades?
0: Yeah. So parades are just basically just giant advertisements At- for local businesses, local yeah. yeah. parties, whatever yeah. you want to call it. It's just advertisements, Love and it. whoever throws out the most candy gets the most <laughs> attention. Yeah. Mostly yeah. For my kids. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Well, I guess uh, do you have anything for the rest of the summer that you're hoping to cram in here?
0: Um, no, we have a we have a 11 month old girl at home uh, on top <laughs> yeah, of my yeah, three year old and six year old. So getting out and like spending the night anywhere is not enjoyable. <laughs> so we're gonna wait till next summer until we do a, a kind of a big vacation. But sure, yeah, sure, no, um, not doing anything. Yeah, you've really got a special. legit
1: excuse not to do anything.
0: Right? Anything. Yeah. No. If I can just get the kids outside and they're not like. Hitting each other with (laughs) sticks or something, I'm pretty happy. If we can can do that for the rest of the summer, no (laughs) No, one's getting hurt, that'd be great. I am right in line with him. And you you were like,
2: no, we've done so much. I'm over here like, no, I spent most of my time on the back deck watching kids play with mud. That's what
1: I do. Yeah. Okay. so I think, I think we realize we're going camping four times in the next five weeks. Oh like, it's like I got, I got something to do. I so. got PTO to deny <laughs> is what you're saying <laughs> over here. Um,
2: awesome. Well, uh, folks, um, off the clock at johnsonville.com, if you have anything that you want to uh, let Jeff know about uh, your, your your remaining summer here and how you're going to use it, uh, Jeff loves to hear back. And we have gotten people to
1: get back to us now. We've yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Dave. Uh, fessenbecker and brian harlan yeah reaching out Mm -hmm. about the onion debates yeah must have been a real hot topic because i got two responses (laughs) it's it's a big one yeah so um
2: but no we we love our our fans are coming out of the woodwork some people are actually approaching me um we've got shane gordon he's talked to me a couple times about uh about these episodes also bob fitzgerald uh he just chatted with me that he listens i was like people are listening oh my goodness so
1: i I think they are they we just don't know about it yeah so when you hear well i do see that we have listeners it's just no one tells
2: us (sighs) so uh we do appreciate y'all letting us know what you think um whether the feedback is is awesome or not we still want to hear because we want to make this thing great so um thank you so much for all of your support but without any further ado we're gonna get on to our guest are you cool with that
1: yeah your excitement level is great I'm being serious. I, I turned the switch on. I know. You, on. you always have the switch no, on. No, no, no.
2: I had a piece of summer sausage before we started. <laughs> oh, That's really? what happened, yeah. Yeah. It was I, in the break room. It was amazing. <laughs> so, anyways, um, our guest, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he has uh, by hand made five billion brats and delivered them throughout the nation the country, the world, I the heard. world, the world, yeah, yeah. By, hey. by himself, five yes. billion, five billion, did you like uh, go
0: back on old transactions with my <laughs> username to see how many, SAP is yes. a crazy good system, yeah. yeah, and
2: ladies and gentlemen, our guest, he has uh, built his own airplane and flew it. To deliver those brats yeah. uh, around the world. He tried to um, crash it, but
1: his engineering was so good the plane will not crash. Yeah, he yeah.
2: literally crash proofed it. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, our guest here he um, he he wears two <laughs> two pairs of shirts <laughs> um, just just so that <laughs> when he sweats um, it goes through both of them. That one got away from me. Uh, but, folks, <laughs> the man who, was, r- who we're trying to hype up here is allegedly the most interesting man at Johnsonville. And that is from Greg Hartman, who says that the one and only Andy Bergal, who's sitting across from us, is the most interesting man at Johnsonville.
0: I don't. I don't, I don't believe it. Well, well, I guess we'll try and prove it today. I guess <laughs> I'm also the most sweatiest, uh, the sweatiest <laughs> man barely. at Johnsonville, so that'll be fun. I love how um, you're trying to hype him up in the, the middle. The sweatiest, like most interesting know. man at Johnsonville. Okay, I'm not the sweatiest. I don't sweat I a whole lot, unless like, like, it's 90 degrees. What out. can I do
2: here? <laughs> That's what came out of my head. I'm so sorry,
1: Andy. That's um, okay. Has 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 uh, Greg <laughs> personally called you the most interesting man, or is it like um, a behind no, the back No, no, he. i
0: that was the first I've heard of Greg calling me the most interesting man okay. at johnsonville okay um, mm. but i've i've worked with greg i've traveled with greg uh-huh. um yeah which is fun so um, it must be like- what, what do you call greg <laughs> what do i call greg yeah wait. Um, uh, per-
2: allegedly you're the most interesting man at johnsonville to him <laughs> <laughs> what is he to you
0: an enabler
1: enabler. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I think only he, he will Good understand work. that. Uh, I will not uh, elaborate on that.
1: <laughs> we'll have him, him on the podcast. He can yeah, talk we'll, we'll yeah, let maybe, him speak maybe, to that. On yeah. um, his version yeah. of the events. Yeah. Amazing.
2: Good. Well, uh, Andy, it is, it's awesome to have the most interesting man at Johnsonville here on the podcast. Uh, if you wouldn't mind telling us your Johnsonville story, we'd love to hear it.
0: Yeah. So I started at Johnsonville 10 years ago um, in April. I started in shipping. Um, at our oh. countryside facility,
2: my man, something we that's can where, all relate to. It's something
0: all three of us can relate to. Yeah, yep.
2: that's where I met you. That's the where. First time. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You knew what I shift was throw you, that. What, what shift for you on? I then. knew that was coming.
0: Yep. So I started on third shift. Um. Oh, so I did that for you know about three years or so. Um. Drove the yard jockey around. Oh, yeah. As a backup, mm-hmm. moving trailers. Oh nice. Nice. Um. And then I um took a gig in production at Countryside. Um to get some experience actually no i just wanted to get on first shift because <laughs> i was getting married um uh, oh, so that was my way of true. getting on first shift Big deal um which at the same time i was still working in shipping because our line was down a lot um so um did that for yeah for countryside i was at three years and then um took a gig over at meadowside um assistant team leader and production shup- production support oh, okay. shipping receiving line nice. supply and all that um and then during that time, I backed up um, Brian Cudworth mm. in the user advocate position, then which led me to there. The world-famous um, Brian Cudworth. The world-famous Brian R. Cudworth, yes. <laughs> um, That's a
1: guy who should be on here.
2: For
0: Good sure. luck. Yeah, he, yeah. Wouldn't, he wouldn't do it. I know
2: he won't, he but he should be yeah. on here. Yeah. All
1: right. Um, Carry on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, you know, if you know him, uh, just force him. Yeah. <laughs> Schedule a meeting and don't <laughs> tell him why. And we'll just We'll him. have the stuff set up
0: so yeah from there i went into it as a bi developer year after that i got promoted to lead bi developer coach and now here i am so that's my roundabout story in 10 years wowza Um, yep that is a good johnsonville story went back to school um started my associate degree when i started at johnsonville finished that up probably about four years ago Mm, good Um, for you congrats my uh yeah my bachelor degree in mis nice so now here i am in it all right so i started in shipping on third shift and now i'm in it i don't know how in the heck i got here living the dream great work it yeah hey yeah nice johnson way
1: right there in person Yeah.
2: so what would you say is your uh favorite part about working at johnsonville
0: my favorite part about working at johnsonville is just everyone's i I truly believe everyone's given the ability to get to where they want to be um just if they work hard at it and focus on where they want to be and where they want to grow, um, Johnsonville truly gives us the ability to do that. That's my favorite part. All right, Andy,
1: thank you for your on-the-clock story. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And now let's let's shift focus here on so what nice. makes you the... You were like, oh, uh, no. Let's, <laughs> trying to be professional here in this. <laughs> thing we call a podcast. You, know you got Joe being Joe. <laughs> yeah, Joe is just constantly bringing the class down. Um, <laughs> ruining the curve as they might say. I um, am going to move the microphone. <laughs> so Andy, what do you think about you makes you the most interesting man in the world? Because we've we've talked a little bit here and now you've mentioned all these things. I don't know what to start with. So what do you think we should start with?
0: Well I have four um, kind of different very unique mm-hmm. hobbies um, that I enjoy doing outside of work um, I play a lot of disc golf yep. I enjoy trains Locomotives, model trains, watching trains Taking pictures of trains um, Okay That's uh, something that my father got me hooked on um,
1: I realize it's a much bigger hobby than think I am think. very intrigued by that well, Let's start with that one
0: okay. okay The disc golf
1: thing I think is a lot of other people But the train one I think we can get is, I've got I'm not going to lie dude I, I think of like kids looking at trains. Now I'm not trying
2: to bash it. It's just uh, it's my ignorance, right? My my inability to understand. So please enlighten us on like what is it about train? Are we talking modern trains or old trains? Eh, any
0: any any locomotives. Okay. Um, okay. So this um is a hobby of my fathers. Okay. Um, which growing up with it, you know, it stuck with me, and it's something to this day that my dad and I, and now my son, get to do it together. Well, yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Um, How old is, is cool. your son now? Three. Three. Yep. Ooh. Had yep. a boy. He is three. Okay. Um. So yeah, it really. I mean, it started when my dad was a kid. Mm. Um. Going to the old Oostburg Upper Elementary School where the railroad tracks ran. Yep. Um. Nice. At recess, there'd be the the passenger train that came by every day at 10 a.m. and he'd be out there just looking at it, and that's where it all started for him. There
2: was a passenger train that went through there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that,
0: that got decommissioned, I think, sometime in the 1970s. My dad would probably be able to tell you the last sure, passenger train sure. that went through Oostburg. Sure, but um, he'd like say know the exact date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah. Um, before I was born, he started a model railroad in the basement, mm. and this thing is like extremely detailed. Hmm. Like the grass is like glued on. The, the, in each individual railroad tie is glued on to this layout and he's like spiking the tracks and all like it's it's extremely detailed wow i could take a video of it on my phone you would have to wonder if it's real or a model kind really of yeah oh yeah okay so um he started that and it's still going to this day hmm. um but yeah when i was a kid that was my basement was <laughs> there was a bedroom and there was the model railroad so wow. i spent a lot of my childhood down there hanging out with my dad mm. um we buy kits together and make boxcars and locomotives and all that so mm-hmm. um, so there was that and then um, we would go out all over the place and just sit and watch trains mm-hmm. so we would sit in these hot spots around the area and we'd just sit there and wait for a train to come by we'd take pictures of it and
2: are there still hot spots
0: um unfortunately it's not as the the railroad industry probably isn't as busy as it what it used to be sure um probably like back in the 1990s when you know my dad and, well my dad and I go all the time but Um, yeah, I mean, back then we would go, um, somewhere between Fond du Lac and I don't know, Milwaukee. Okay. Um, and that was the Wisconsin central railroad at the time. And and it was just a hot spot. We'd sit there and sometimes you wouldn't see a train for like an hour and a half and then you'd see like five and 20 minutes and just get really busy. So, um, yeah, we just sit there and take pictures of them. Um, my dad's got boxes and boxes of pictures and, and old slides um, oh that he would project God. up wow. in the living room, and we'd we'd watch, huh. uh, look at all of our pictures. I feel like to me, um,
2: the interest in trains, and this is just a pure assumption, but um, it kind of dropped off once the the passenger train s- was less and less used. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, industry still uses trains, but and then you've got the one that goes from Milwaukee to Chicago, and you could take cross um, country trains and stuff. But it's not like I mean you you look at old movies, right? Mm-hmm. And they always took a train wherever they were going. Nowadays you jump in your car or you right. take an airplane. Right. Yeah, and
0: and and honestly all of like the little small cities in the area, think of like Waldo and Plymouth and Adel, mm-hmm. they're all railroad towns. That's why they were there's because the railroad went through there and that's they're where these towns developed see. mostly around railroads. Huh. And then, you know, every little town had their own depot and you could go from town to town on train and right, that right. was back then the most probably efficient way to get from place to place.
2: Yeah. I do know a little bit about Random Lake, where I grew up. Uh, allegedly, when they were laying the tracks for the railroad, um, they came upon a Random Lake. Oh, really? And so that's why it's called Random Lake. The depot itself, or, or the station, is now the pizzeria.
0: Oh, so yeah. So really? I don't know
2: if you guys ever make it down to Random Lake, but there's a pizza place there at the old train station. So, yeah.
0: I haven't participated in anything in Random Lake since my 21st birthday. But we don't <laughs> need to talk about that today. He's no longer allowed there, folks. Either. I might, yeah, or yeah, may yeah, or may that's not that's be. No wonder. No, huh? was, no I'm
1: very interested. So nope. what about trains like is truly like what's the what's the draw for you? Is, is it just like the nostalgic of like an old thing
0: that's still being used or, or what? what is it about it? I, I I can't describe it. It's just you see a train go by, and it's just the most exciting. It's like the kid, like you see the yeah. kid sitting there at the railroad track, seeing uh-huh. the train going by and getting all excited and jumping around. Uh-huh. I mean, that's that's the same. So yeah.
2: wait a minute. Let me get this straight. When when you're stuck at a train crossing, yeah. and a train, you know, like a mile long train is going by, you're not like oh I gotta get no. to work or wherever. You're like
0: yeah. No, yeah, I, I see the red lights flashing and I'm getting all excited. <laughs> nice. That happened in Sheboygan the other day. I was really? driving through town, and the red lights started flashing. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite kind of train, then? I guess I don't have a favorite. Okay. Um, just any any train that's going by, I get mm. all excited about. Yeah, because, I mean, nowadays, the, the old steam engines, they seem to be, like
2: you know, that nostalgic... Looking like that mm-hmm. is the old Western train or you know, yeah, um, and these newer ones they seem so technologically advanced that by the way, there are like TV shows they they're called like mighty trains and stuff oh and they talk about trains that go through like mountains and and other things. but um some of your kids watch I assume well, I, I like a good documentary,, oh, and yeah. I don't care what the topic's on. I will sit and watch a documentary if it's well done. So it could be on anything, and that's literally the only reason I know that. Not that I retained a whole bunch about trains, but, uh, yeah, I'll watch a good documentary.
1: I know there's a um, social media account of a guy who, in Europe, trains are much more prevalent, and so he, Mm. like, knows certain trains are coming through, and he'll wake up real early and go there, and, like, they'll come through, and he just loses it. Like, he's screaming, and it's, like, kind of it's it's real wholesome in a way of like that kid that guy he's like younger so i say kid but he's probably in his 20s um he's really excited and he like he's reading off all the stats of the, the train and everything and i was like oh, wow that's it's, cool it's really cool because like you can see he's genuinely excited you mm-hmm. know so stuff like that it's unusual i guess for around here we don't have a lot of people who at least i don't know a lot of people who are really into trains yeah um but like I know he was, and he was all into this stuff. And I also knew somebody else who. Um, have you been to like? Is there a train museum like locally? Yeah. Or? Um,
0: there, there's one in Green Bay that I've been to. Um, one in Northern Illinois. I don't remember the name of it, but that's another pretty good one. Yeah.
1: Is there one out, like the Dakotas or something like that? I'm sure there is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not,
2: um, they do a Christmas train too, right? S- somewhere. Yeah. Like the by Green uh, Bay
0: yeah the um, Canadian Pacific Railroad holds a Christmas train that kind of goes across uh, their line, and it. From Wisconsin, it goes from La Crosse through Wisconsin Dells, um, through like Watertown, and I know that because I used to travel there. Oh nice. um, And then the line goes down through Milwaukee, and this Christmas train goes around. It's all lit up and everything. Oh, that's and, yeah, cool. Yeah, people go out and watch I, it. And I've heard of cool. people taking their kids to that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Wow. The I would closest that would do that? I would take my kids. Yeah, to that. that would be pretty neat. Yeah. Mm. Um, I have to say, so I took a trip to Alaska a couple years back now. And uh, we had the ability to take a train from basically Mount McKinley uh, down to the coast um, and got on a boat from there. But it was so cool because the the dude, you know, I don't think it was the conductor, but whoever was the like um, tour guide or whatever, you know. And it was a long ride. We were doing all 45 miles an hour, I think. I mean, it wasn't it was all day. But he was talking about all these little shacks that were on the side of the the railroad, and these were actual homesteads that people built up. And then they would get on the train, and they still do to this day—not the train we were on, but they they'll get on a train to go into Anchorage or something. Oh wow! You know, and that to me that was the closest to like the old time train that you hear about Mm. in stories Mm -hmm. or or whatever. Um, Do you have any? Are there did you ever get into like the vagabonds or the the hobos from back in the day you no know? Oh, okay. no yeah. that seems like a trick I have yeah. oh. I have always wanted
0: to see like a train going by and I just wanted to see like a modern day hobo on like one yeah. of the boxcars or something never exactly. seen one yet but I'm always looking for mm-hmm. it yeah. I know
1: there's a again social media a YouTube channel they do it in Europe um, I've watched a couple of them and the guy's doing it it's like wow it's exciting and kind of scary because they don't have like Empty cars anymore yeah. You know it's more like Hiding in between the cars And different things uh, So Dang Have you ever taken a trip Like real far on a train Then or anything like that No I'm not as looking? into
0: Riding on trains As I okay. am watching them okay. It's really weird No but that's fine yeah. Yep
2: This makes me think of the book On the road By Jack Kerouac They He's got a whole thing on Just hopping on trains oh, And going really? Yeah
1: <laughs> I The beatniks you know? So when I lived in San Diego We'd take the train up to LA All the time Because it was just easier To beat trafficked that way But I've always wanted To take the the Amtrak across the country, mm, that'd be and cool. I do think
0: that would be really cool. That'd be. It's yes. really.
1: I know it's really expensive. I looked at it when I moved back, just because instead of flying with all my with all my luggage. But, um, yeah, like to drive through it would be so cool. I think. Well, you can see so much. Yeah, Right. And you get like one of those nice cabs. Where you can sleep in it and and all that. Yeah, it's pretty slick. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting.
2: So, if anyone was interested in watching trains or wanted to get into that sport, hobby. Whatever you'd call it, yeah. 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 Um, Do you just recommend they just find a track and sit there, or are there certain tracks that they should?
0: Um, Well, there there are there are hot spots, Um, not as many as there used to be, Um, but the closest one is probably in Rochelle, Illinois. It's about forty five to forty five minutes or so south of Rockford. Okay, and. the burlington northern santa fe and union pacific two double main lines cross each other and there's a nice park there oh really um, it's oh. a shelter and picnic tables and stuff for sale like a little shop there too huh. um it's about a two and a half hour drive from sheboygan um that's that's, that's your my room? that's my happy place nice. yeah. oh yeah <laughs> that's so cool and so your kids are into it too then your son's pretty into yeah it? so this past may um my dad myself and my three-year-old son we went out down to rochelle and spent the night and sat there and and watched trains all day that's really neat it was it was cool and my my son he just you know didn't stop talking about it he thought it was the coolest thing ever yeah so and that's got
2: to be awesome and rewarding for you dad oh yeah to share your hobbies with your kid right yeah Mm
1: -hmm. okay oh yeah it's called the rochelle railroad park
0: Mm Mm-hmm. yep
1: dang putting on my list of places to go you Jeff. Well, I always like to put on my Google Maps this way. If you're ever driving through and you're like, oh, I gotta stop Hey, I heard about that place. You pop in. and You always got. Yeah, hear me about that. Yep.
0: If you're driving to St. Louis and you're taking that route, it's just right off the highway, like ten minutes off the highway, hmm. Rochelle, Illinois. Yep.
2: The most interesting man at Johnsonville told me about this. You could say that to your wife. <laughs> well, then you line. have to go. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, all the places I gotta go. Oh my gosh, Jeff. So yeah, you ever do that? Like you ever find yourself? Do tangent. you have that much PTO? Tangent? No, no, no. it's the thing. Like, if you're ever down in, like, let's say you're in the middle of the state somewhere, and you're like, "Man, I really want to get some eats," you're like, "I never know what's good." Well, whenever anybody tells me about a good place to eat, I always mark it off. This way, if you're ever in the area, it's like, "Oh yeah, somebody told me about this place," and you pop on over. Then you got a built recommendation. It's in your map, so you just anywhere close you are and pop. That's that's awesome. Boop shakalaka. Okay, so (laughs) I guess I always figure I'm never gonna go to where people tell me to go. 'Cause no. I just don't get up. There's some you. people I'm like, like he's like, this is the best blah blah. So I'll mark it down and like then I'll even know what to order. Well, and then you'll get there and be like, oh, what is this guy? No, talking? I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the experience Joe. Oh, even if it's not man. great, it's about the experience. That's very good, Jeff. Awesome. Okay, tangent so, over.
2: Andy. Yes. Uh let's talk a little bit then about or do you have anything
0: else about trains? um no nothing much else about trains
2: do you have your i'm gonna ask a question do you have your own train set now i do not you do not no i still use my dad's like i'll go over there and play with his is the basement even accessible at this point at
0: my parents house yeah i mean
1: with all the different trains boxed i
0: mean it's it's the same as what it was when i was a kid there's a bedroom now they're using it as storage since Since we're not not yeah not (laughs) living there anymore um (laughs) but yeah it's just that room of storage and then trains Nice. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And so, is it one train that always stays on the track, or do they, do they switch oh, them out all the time? No, my dad. <laughs> well, oh, you got really. Real I mean, Here, my you know dad. I mean. He he
0: he paints his own locomotives. Like he'll buy a kit with a blank like locomotive wow. shell on it, and he'll paint it, and do all the handrail details on it, and all. He does that all himself. Huh. Wow. Okay. So um he's got tons of box cars and rail cars and locomotives on the layout, and then he's got stuff hanging out on shelves and. In boxes and it's it's, it's everywhere.
1: Can you wow. can you take a picture and send it to us? I'd absolutely love to see it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I may I may even have a video on my phone. I'll send it to you guys. Yeah. 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 Please yeah. do. We'll yeah. post it. Yeah, we'll cool. are yeah. cool with that. I think
1: yeah. people have a better understanding. You know. Yeah, because that's one of like those like yeah. visual thing. Yeah. Like you
0: think of like the little crappy thing you got around your Christmas yeah. tree. Yeah. This is nothing. <laughs> like you make that it sound all. like a whole nother level. It, it is two more levels. It maybe. is. It is.
1: Yeah, it's insane. And so you're not going to be that guy though. Maybe when you're older, when your kids are older, I don't
0: know. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. Yeah, fine. no, you can edit this we, part out, but uh, my wife would put the kibosh to that <laughs> quick. It's not a cheap hobby. And I already have disc golf on top of gotcha. it. So yeah. Yeah, speaking of speak, yeah. Speaking of disc Speaking of disc golf, <laughs> um, perfect transition. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> well you you do some crafting in terms of what what do you do with, with discs?
0: Discs, disc golfing, yeah. So um with disc golfing I I I dye discs. I, I take a white disc or a blank disc. And I use dye that's specifically created for disc golf discs. Hmm. And I dye them. And wow. So do you create like off. your own colors and stuff? Or are you um, doing designs? I mean, or? I got all your basic colors, Roy G. Biv, um, and a couple neon colors. But yeah, I'll mix them what up. What was and that first one? Roy, Roy G. Biv. G. Biv.
1: Roy G. Biv. Roy, Biv. G. Biv. Roy, Roy G. Biv. G. Biv.
0: You don't know what Roy G. Biv is? I don't Red, know anything. Red, orange,
1: yellow, green, blue. Oh. Purple.
0: Indigo. 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 So tie dye.
1: Sure. Yeah. So he was just naming them instead of saying all the colors of the rainbow. You'd say Roy
0: G. Bit. Roy G. I've Ever heard of this? Oh my. Yeah. You're from that's Random Lake. That's why. <laughs> I Sorry, I had to throw that one in you,
1: there. I just let you down.
2: <laughs> I agree. Um, but uh, I, I am. I've grown up in the, um, the, the musical Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And yep. in that one, they don't say that; they say every dang color of the rainbow. I
0: was trying to be efficient, <laughs> and now it's very good. T- and now yeah, I everywhere. just confused Joe. I, yeah, well, it doesn't <laughs> take much. Hey, right, Jeff.
1: we're not talking so to anyway, Jeff anymore. So, what got you into dyeing them? Like, you were just like, I don't like what
0: they have out there, and you like. Well, to yeah, I mean, them? there's there's manufacturers like Innova and Discraft. They they do their own dyes, and I always wondered to myself, how in the heck do they do this? Hmm. So I've done hours and hours of research to try and figure out how they do it. And I'm trying to replicate how they do it. Sure. But then kind of make it my own thing. And I think sure. I've got it pretty close to being nailed down.
2: So are you just making them for yourself or are you?
0: Yeah. So um, I would say since since COVID, uh, disc golf has blown up as a sport in general. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm guilty of that. I picked up disc golf over COVID because there was nothing else to do. Everyone was staying inside. Mm-hmm. So my buddy called me up and said, hey, you want to try disc golf? I'm like. Yeah let's do it It I've just been hooked since Um, So yeah you know I just do some research online About how to dye discs And I just kind of mastered my mastered my craft or at least how i think so anyway yeah but um I, you know i've i've tried kind of selling it and there's just so many people that do it i don't think there's a large market oh, for it so okay. i just do it for myself now gotcha. i don't care and if anyone's like if i'm out on the course playing and someone sees it and they're interested in it i'm like well give me a white disc that i i'll dye it for you that's true oh, you know. sure. okay yep. well
1: that's how you build the business too yeah. doing it yep. without
0: yep
2: so what would you say i mean how many have you done for yourself
0: how many have i done for myself i don't know probably 40 50 okay yeah. okay
2: Go, Go into disc golfing A little bit more <laughs> Sure Like I know how to golf Right Disc golfing Like you, there are you different You've never done Disc golfing? I've never done disc golf. Wow okay. so so, Matter of fact This is probably the most In-depth conversation I'm going to have With anyone about disc golfing Oh you that's I've funny just never had that When conversation. I went into
1: Countryside shipping
2: All those guys Play And There's they're really into it of... Like <sighs> Jeff I don't get invited To anything Okay <laughs> Like
1: I, I mean Don Duh, Mike Don Drew Segovia yeah. um, Tim reznowski does too And then yep. Um, Chad. I uh, not forget his last name, but he was really into. He actually had a T-shirt on, and that's what got me talking to him about. It. I was like, sure. he, He's like, "Oh," and I'm like, "I didn't realize how." I mean, I've gone a couple times just because there's so many courses within our area, mm-hmm. and like we just go to Walmart and picked up the crappy discs, and we all suck. And then yeah. you know, we play. Well, that's what
2: I want to know. There are different size or different sized discs or different weighted discs yeah or?
0: so there are different weighted discs mm-hmm. um, the more powerful throwers will throw heavier noodle arms like me will throw lighter weights and that's okay that'd be you joke
1: that'd be.
2: i I'm looking at your arms not <laughs> consider em noodles well
0: in the in the definition of the disc in the disc golf world <laughs> yeah i have a noodle arm i can't i can throw 300 feet and that's about it that's not like very far compared to like a really good player okay um, so
2: what is a really good player throwing
0: um 500 600 feet oh, wow. <laughs> yeah that's not me so i have a noodle arm yeah yep. okay so you have a lighter disc yep. well i mean do you well, do you have a
2: bag that you carry around yeah is i have it? a
0: cart for it too there's yep. a cart yeah and then, yep.
2: so you put you like okay, that's I'm get putting to now. Yeah, and what am I? Do you, there's is there a putting equivalent to?
0: Yep. So there are putters. There are mid ranges. I was wondering, Jeff. Don't there are fairway drivers, distance drivers, um, discs that re, that that'll fly a certain way. So if you want to turn one from left to right, you throw an understable disc backhand to get it to turn the way you want it to, or an overstable disc <laughs> that'll make it turn to the left. There are different discs, different uh, discs you throw into the wind with the wind. Um, it's yeah, it's all kind of a, a science.
1: Huh. I'm just trying to throw a frisbee. See, I, I remember
0: going. Whoa, 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 and- whoa! Frisbee is a registered trademark of Whammo. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> it is disc golf. No, 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 no. Whammo okay. would come out and give you a throw down <laughs> a lawsuit on uh, you in I'm just, a minute. I'm
2: saying more so recreational, like. What is that? Ultimate Frisbee? Oh, like yeah. Okay. Game? That's yeah. what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. I'm not over here trying to. Sorry. Do- sorry.
0: I got a little angry to- there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a touchy <laughs> subject for me. Clearly. Clearly. Whoa. <laughs> <So I remember laughs> Didn't first,
1: mean to do offend I remember the first time really? we played, all these guys have these big bags, like, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. 20, 30 discs in it. It's like, wow, okay. And then we went for a uh, bachelor party. We went disco thing. And that was really cool, except, again, these guys were, I was like, I have like two because like. I didn't think I needed more. I thought one for throwing it and then for short distance. Hmm. I do something, you know, but no, there it's a, it's a, it's like a, it's, it's just as expensive as everything else. Wow. Oh yeah. All these different ones and a special bag and a cart to go with it. And um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. What is your favorite disc?
0: My favorite disc? Yeah. Um, that it's probably butter um, disc craft zone.
2: Go on.
0: So craft. Um, so. I I own a couple of zones, and it's also the disc that I've aced the most with. Okay. So. And
2: when you say ace, it like goes hole in right one into the chain off of the off of thing. the
0: pad, yeah. Which okay. I mean, they're on shorter holes because obviously I have a noodle arm, but um, yeah, I have I have four different zones that I've aced with. Okay and that's got to be my favorite disc because I just keep acing with it.
2: And now, when you say zone, is that a
0: specific brand or is that a specific size? Discraft craft is the brand. Okay. Zone is the mold, the model of okay. the disc, and that's got you know the specific flight numbers that you use to throw into the wind or get it to turn from from <laughs> right to left. You know, yeah. We
2: should have had a, a separate episode on disc golf.
0: We could have a separate episode on flight numbers. Uh, okay. but So what's your favorite first, course to, to play? play? Um, my favorite course to play is Silver Creek in Manitowoc really yep it's okay. a 36 hole course it's a beautiful landscape it's got a good mix of open holes wooded holes short holes long holes it's 36 36 what's what a typical like
2: you know nine holes or 18 holes in
0: typical golf? is 18 oh, i mean it's okay. like ball golf yeah got it got it yeah.
1: okay and where where approximately is it in manitowoc
0: um silver creek park it's on the south side way south side of oh. of manitowoc um, just south of uw manitowoc or maybe uw green Bay it. manitowoc now hmm. um yeah yep. okay wow. they have a um they have a hole right along the lake and and the basket sits on a lighthouse like it's just like i don't know eight foot high lighthouse and the basket sits up there it's like their signature hole that's really and cool. it's just really it's it's absolutely absolutely just a beautiful park so it's like the whistling straits of disc golf um is there such thing <laughs> i'm sure there is um <laughs> Emporia, Kansas has a lot of like disc golf courses really? um, there. That's the home of dynamic discs. Um, yeah. So and, when you're yeah. talking like
2: high end discs, what is a company that sells high end um,
0: discs? Innova, Discraft. Um, yeah, those two, MVP, Axiom. Okay. Those are like the higher end. And then like what's a mid-level? Um, Streamline, which is a company of MVP. They're probably more midline. Um, these are all debatable topics, too. Oh, By the sure, way, someone absolutely. might be listening to this and be like, oh, look at this noob. Make sure you send
2: angry hate mail to Andy Vergao, avergao at johnsonville.com. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Good. Actually, okay, no, for real.
0: looking forward to that. If you do
2: have an opinion on this, off the clock at johnsonville.com, we want to hear about it. Um, we'd love to have Andy back on to discuss. But um, so if you were to start out in disc golf, what do you suggest... Like Jeff here, he bought two or he got mm-hmm. two. I don't mm-hmm. know. You acquired two. I don't know. they bought them. Stole yeah. them or, you know, whatever you do. <laughs> yes, but, <it's> like uh. <laughs> beat up two kids. But what them. do you. <laughs> Jesus. You get to the range and you're like, oh, I need a disc? Give me your disc, kid. Anyways. <laughs> um, so someone's starting out. Yep. What do you suggest they, they do? How, how do they get rolling in um,
0: this? Um. So I would. If I were new and I wanted to just get started, I would do some research on what discs to throw for a beginner. Okay. Um, okay. I would recommend buying any any old putter. Mm. Any any putter, you can try a couple out and see which one fits your hands the best. Um, pick out a mid range. So something like uh, Mako three Innova Makes. That's just a very stable, um, very stable disc, flies straight, good for beginners. Um, pick out a good fairway driver, like a like a like a leopard three. And okay. pick out a distance driver like a Mako or uh, not not a Mako a Mamba. A Mamba. That's an extremely understable driver. Um, get all those in lighter weights like I don't know 160, 170, and just For start with that. Arms. Yep. Okay. And just start with that. And Then once you start developing your form and getting better, then you start looking at getting more huh. advanced sticks. You know. And I will
1: say, like Valrath Park in Sheboygan has a um, like a little shack there. Yeah. And the guy does like I pretty, apparently he's pretty good about like helping you through some of it. Hmm. Like he's got a whole wall of discs that people are trading in and back and forth. So really? yep, yep. if you get one that you don't necessarily like, you can somehow, you, however it works, you can trade it out for something else that might work better for you. But apparently the guy's like super cool about it because he's just trying to build the whole thing up. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. From what I've heard. P- maybe Patty
0: you. Patty, and Dennis at the Shack are absolutely fantastic at Volareth Park in Sheboygan yep. mm-hmm. Go there. If you're a beginner, go talk to them. They'll hook you up. They'll, they'll, they'll help you out with what. What what, what what you need yeah. patty and dennis patty it's and like dennis. this little
1: shack it's really it's like a cool little spot like it's like this wood cabin looking thing huh. yeah yeah it's it's, it's really pretty slick. neat
0: yeah wow. yeah
2: yeah so like at what point are you replacing because i'm thinking about <laughs> uh like a frisbee you know you got your kids play with it the dog gets a hold of it you got all these chew marks in it and stuff at what point are you like all right time to get a new driver you know is uh, it every Christmas? So, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a golfer, um, <laughs> or is
1: like
0: X one of throws? Just yeah, like, ah, yeah, I've got well, yeah. Throw. When whenever, um, I don't think I have any really rhyme or reason. When it's the just like hits, and you're like, oh, I want a new driver. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I got a budget for disc golf, so gotcha. um, that's huh. kind of a thing. And if I, uh, I mean, I have my like established set, my my established molds that I like today. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's really just a matter of finding a disc that's blank that I can die. Got it. That's really what it comes down What's to. What's your
2: favorite color to roll with?
0: Um, my favorite color disc. My favorite color is red, so I like red. Mm-hmm. I like orange for disc, and I just say that because when you lose it, it's easier to find. Nice. Um, yeah. don't really like, like throwing. There. Don't like throwing green discs because that kind of <laughs> tends to blend in with uh, <laughs> with the foliage. Um, so I'm um, just thinking
2: about
1: all the golf balls I've lost. Is like I've never lost an orange one.
0: Hmm. Right. And the other yeah. thing
1: too Is like When you go You have all your Your discs kind of Laid out in your bag Right mm-hmm. And you have them Like numbered somehow Or how do you organize them Like Or do you do it by color Like you know I like just know which disc okay. is what
0: Like okay. I know And I look in there And I see what color that. I just know where to go In my bag to get gotcha. Yeah okay. Yep Yep mm-hmm
1: curious if it was like a like a one to ten sort of situation you're like ah, grab a number six you know yeah like golf know. you know like right now right. yeah. get yeah, range finder out <laughs> there are
0: people that do that in yeah. disc golf oh yeah they're mm. seeing how far it is i and... have
1: I, we did go down a rabbit hole on youtube once of like the greatest disc golf throws of all time oh and this one guy like threw it over this ravine and he like falls and then like he, he kind of like I don't know, it's a platform that they throw off, and he kind of falls off it. And, like, he whips that thing, and all of a sudden it lands in the net, and everybody's just going nuts, and he's, like, picking himself (laughs) off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it looks incredible. Like, the accuracy of this guy to throw this disc, like, like again, 500, 600 yards or feet down the thing is, like, holy cow. It's pretty cool to watch. Very interesting. Like, a real – and then, like, they're – they're whipping it through trees, like there's actual trees, and it's only like a like a. Like a I've know, seen stuff like galley that. Oh yeah, where they're they like throwing it weird or un- overhand tomahawk. Summers, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I, see, I don't know the logo, mm. logo yeah. but that's cool. Wow. And the other thing, I what I really like about disc golf is that there are so many courses in our area. Mm-hmm. Like we said, Valrath Park has one. Um, the quarry has one. Quarry,
0: yeah, that's my that's my typical go to since I okay. live about five minutes from there. Nice. I yeah. Do too, actually. Yep.
1: Okay. Um, and then um. You said the Manitowoc Park one has one. Yeah, Road America has one. Road America, Road Road America one. does have
0: one. Yeah. Plymouth has a nice course. I've um, heard Plymouth's is. Yeah, they they got like all new baskets there. They're replacing oh, nice. all the tee pads. They're, hmm. they're making it like a really nice. Wow. I know we went down in to, to Milwaukee. Gordisco. We played
1: at, for the for the Bachelor weekend or for the Bachelor. Day too, so. You
0: just show up at the park and play. Yeah, or it's not like so you, I mean, there's no like tea time, and
2: you don't. No, pay? no,
0: you just show up and play. <laughs> what? Yep. And there's no cost, really, too, right? Well. Unless you're buying a bunch of discs like me, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. But I'm
1: just saying, like, but I'm saying for a new member or a new person, you can just kind of show up with your discs and just play. Yeah, you
0: buy your four beginner discs or whatever. You got your little bag and you just show up and play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then you get hooked, and then 200 discs later, there you go. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's not the upfront cost; it's the addiction cost. Correct. Ah, yes, the
2: old addiction cost. Love that
1: cost. Um, Uh Cool. Well, I I did not know that. If you're ever looking to go disc golfing, reach out to Andy and maybe he'll take you or give you yeah. some advice. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he'll meet you at the shack. Where, or by the quarry? Yeah, yeah, the the yeah quarry wherever, yeah, wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the, the, the uh, ball rath can be tricky parking versus. Oh, really? There's a whole parking lot for yeah, by the and they got
0: they got some construction going on there. It's not a full course right yeah. now because we just yeah. rode by last night actually. So yeah. wow.
2: So, uh, moving on from disc golfing, which was a very
1: fruitful conversation. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you like it. I do. You like I it do. a lot. Yeah, huh. I think, yeah, you maybe, yeah. No wonder why you started with that one. That is a real passion. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, anyways. Yes. Um, so, rumor has it as well that you're a big Rush fan,
2: and you used to know all there is to know about professional wrestling. Yeah. So, do you want to chat about either one of these I things? Think, Otherwise, we'll
0: have you back on. I think, uh, I think if we should. If we think we should chat about professional wrestling. Cause that's just a fun one.
2: All right, Andy. So, actually, after further discussion, side here, side panel. Yeah, discussion. we had a we had a, we stopped recording and just had a quick talk. I actually think we should have. You and another member on to talk about wrestling. That sounds great.
0: Cause I <laughs> that'll be a blast.
2: I
1: can only imagine where this is gonna go. Because That member is uh, really a big fanatic. I'm fanatical. Be,
0: I've I've been to a wrestling event with him before. Yes, and yeah, he's he's like far more obsessed with than me. Cause he still watch. I don't watch it today just because I got kids and I don't want yeah. like three year old body <laughs> slamming my eleven month old. <laughs> Definitely you not. do know that that just happens regardless.
2: <laughs> well, like yeah, but I
0: don't need to
1: encourage it any more than how I, yeah. You don't want to show them the correct t- technique, you know. It's <laughs> really
2: something. So, like, my son has started to get into Spider Man, and like on the Disney Channel, they've got like the the kid yep. Spider man you with know, three or four of them. Yeah. But it's it's so interesting because honestly, it's been pretty wholesome. Yep. I, I've been pretty happy with that. But mm-hmm. the things that he says, all of a sudden, like, "I'm gonna smash you," you know. I'm like, yeah. where did that? Oh, the Hulk probably says that. The
1: Baby Hulk or uh, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's
2: it's things like that where I'm like, oh, I guess we've opened that box.
1: We're yeah. not coming back from that anymore. I mean, it gets way worse. Oh, I am <laughs> well know? aware.
2: Well, I grew up with two brothers. I, I know. I know. I, I am, inflicted yeah. quite a bit in, with my noodle arms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> pain. Yeah. Uh, I my noodle arms of pain. Um it's Yes, yeah, so, so let's going. let's
1: table the wrestling conversation. Yeah, yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah, but and I do yeah, want to talk I, about Rush though. Oh, you do want to talk? Okay, let's talk. Yeah, about just because I, I want to know like where the the What's love of Rush though? started from.
0: Spirit of Radio. It's
1: mm-hmm.
0: a good one. Is that
2: the one where it starts off? Really? <laughs> yep, that's that one. <laughs>
0: okay. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, my father has influenced me. The uh, father. Yes, he influenced me um, for whatever reason. Um, Boy, I remember being a kid probably watching trains and Spirit of Radio would come on the radio. And the end of the song where Geddy Lee singing, and the words of the prophets were written on the studio Well That part, like, it just freaked me out when I was a kid. But <laughs> yeah. then, like, I grew up and I, like, jacked one of my dad's CDs. Like, he had a mix CD that he made up. And all the Rush songs just stood out at me. Uh, and from it. there, it just, like, it just something happened where I just became obsessed with it. Kind of like disc golf. Sure. Um, but I... <sighs> And I started buying more and more CDs, DVDs of uh, concerts and all that. And yeah, it just kind of, it's all I would listen to Mm -hmm. is just Rush constantly.
2: So I have to admit, and please, you can rip on me as much as you want, but I was young, okay? I thought for the longest time, and it wasn't until, I don't know, probably high school, um, that the lead singer of Rush was a man yeah i totally thought it was no a female yeah yeah singer, he, yeah so. he
0: catches a lot of flack for having oh, a, I, a very high pitched well, yeah totally, it does
2: it's beautiful like it's it's amazing how he can do that yeah but i just thought it was a female right singing this whole well, yeah, time so
0: if you've ever seen a picture of him he's always had long hair oh well sure yeah. Yeah. and
2: well now that, that was it i actually finally saw them i didn't see him live but i did see a video of okay yeah you know and i was like whop, wait a minute <laughs> I feel like I was lied to my entire yeah, life by my own brain, yeah, you know? Yeah. So any hoozles. Um, so Spirit Radio. And you've seen
0: them live how many times? Five. five. Five times. Five times. So the first time I saw them was in 2007 um, on the first leg of their Snakes and Arrows tour. Second time was in 2009, 2010, 2013, and 2015 for their last tour. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Um, the 2013 concert. Um, I wasn't originally going to go to, but then, um, on July 3rd of that year, an old friend from high school messaged me saying, Hey, my cousin won these tickets, um, to go see Rush on a radio, on a radio contest. And they were front row. He's like, I'll sell the pair to you for 80 bucks. I'm like, where do you want to (laughs) meet? I want these now. So I got them in my hands. I somehow got $80 together very quickly and took my dad oh so that's nice. cool that, that, is that is so, so yeah. cool, and it was amazing it's like you're 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 right up there you watch all the dvds and stuff and then you're there watching them, I and it's just surreal uh-huh. it's absolutely surreal yeah um how was the
2: sound like up loud, front loud right yeah. i i remember uh i i got pit passes to see dave matthews oh, oh uh, it was one summer and i it was amazing. You know, like you do the whole run down there, like to it was at Alpine Valley. Okay. And you were standing at the gates waiting for them to open. You sure. sprint down to get as close <laughs> as possible. And we were only, it was me and my buddy Zach, and we were only about five, you know, human rows back. Mm-hmm. There's no seats mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But I remember uh, one thing I love about a Dave show is the music itself. Like, yeah, of course you want to be as close as possible. But the music sucked that close. Really? Because it just, it, it, it's more for the whole amphitheater mm-hmm. rather than just right in that pit so while it was an amazing experience i unfortunately you know kind of missed out on you know, the beauty of what dave Matthews sounds like i so. think
0: i was in such a like oh a, you yeah. know a, such a wonderland that i was just I, I whatever i was hearing was what i wanted it to hear i don't know if it was bad or good or whatever but <laughs> it was just so amazing
1: blacked out and you're just listening to the, the yeah, cd right? yeah. yeah yeah you, yeah. you woke up at home with the cd playing you're like was that a drink <laughs> yeah
2: um so, and you got a t-shirt from that yeah show?
0: yeah so um right before the encore um they like toss out t-shirts and all that and and alex Lifeson chucked one and i uh, and i and i caught it so that was pretty cool, that is cool. um the other thing that happened was uh neil peart when he was drumming, he was always tossing drumsticks up in the air. Well, he airmailed one, and it went up on the stage, which he doesn't even miss a beat when he does that. He just grabs oh, a new sure. one and keeps yeah, playing. Yeah. But uh, at the end of that song, Getty Lee picked it up and chucked it out to the crowd. And right as he let go of it, he threw it right at my dad. And the lights went out after the song. And my dad missed it, and it was sitting right in front of us, and the security guard gave it to a kid next to my dad. Uh, like, oh, we were that close to getting a Neil Beard drumstick. would have been mm. so awesome. I feel the pain
2: there, but I also, I'm, I'm happy with the kid. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. No.
0: <laughs> this isn't like a baseball game yeah, here where they, you get the home run yeah. ball and you give it to the kid <laughs> yeah, next to yeah. you. This is a Neil Peart freaking drumstick, man. It's not happening. Yeah. Oh.
2: That sounds like it should
1: have been a line out of Wayne's World or something. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say it hit your dad in the face no. cuz the lights went out. No, that would
0: have been okay because then he would have had a chance of getting it, but it okay. was like over the railing, it was sitting on the floor and we gotcha. couldn't reach it. We oh. like tried getting our feet underneath yeah. to, you know, yeah. try and kick it out and it just didn't didn't go. Hold my belt, I'm going over. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Nope. Yeah. So Wow. Yep. Huh. So uh, is
2: Rush Done then? I mean, yeah,
0: uh Neil Peart passed away, I think, oh, in two thousand eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. Really? So that was kind of the, the end of that. If there's if there's not one of them, then there's no rush. They never would do replacements or anything. It's always just been the three. Very interesting. So yeah, that's that was 2015 was the last tour.
2: But you got to you got that you got to experience it. I did. Five times. Epic. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So what would you say is your favorite album? My favorite album,
0: album I mean there's the um, generic moving pictures, which is like their big one that has Limelight and Tom Sawyer on it. Um, I gotta go with Twenty One Twelve, okay? Just because the first song, side one of Twenty One Twelve, is just a song. It's a, like a 22 minute song, mm-hmm. and from start to finish, that's just like my favorite. Wow! Like, hmm. it'd be my favorite album because of the song. It's just so such an amazing for all song. the kids
2: out there mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. don't know who Rush is. Yeah, what's a good like you know? um, Gateway song mm, for
0: Rush, yeah. Spirit, Spirit of Radio, Limelight's really good.
1: Okay, um I did Google them when you were talking. Tom Sawyer must be a popular one. Yep, Tom yes. Sawyer.
0: Yeah, um, you, you remember Guitar Hero? Remember when that oh, was sure, a big yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah they, they they had put a lot of Rush songs on there. Oh, okay. And they actually gained a bit of popularity from it. Well, okay. Um, I um, so totally I think I think why. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that mm-hmm. helped. Give Rush some exposure to the to the younger crowd, but
2: right, wow, yeah, very cool. Huh. Well, we, we I feel like we've just scratched the surface on the most interesting man at Johnsonville. You
1: know, and that's why we have to have a part two, though. I agree. I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. this next it. one's
2: gonna be. <laughs> I don't even know cause I don't know squat about wrestling. See, I, I don't Stone Cold know. Steve Austin was my favorite, and then that was
1: it. Yeah, no, and really, I mean, didn't even watch it. Right around ninety eight. Ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. I was into it, mm. like that's when you RAW and, me both. and WWE were on the same night on Monday night. So yeah, I recorded yeah. one and watched the other, and then when one was over, I quick put the other one on. And like, I remember it being a thing. Like every week, we talk about it, and that was like right when NWO and the Wolfpack and mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah, that was a. That, I was addicted. Channel sure. twenty seven and twenty eight. Do the, Is the, the editing what it was? Yep. of that one and let you guys just go. I mean, I just, I when when was the hot spot for you, or when was the time? Yeah, eat? it was
0: around that ninety seven time frame. It was great, right around the Montreal screw job, if you remember that one. I don't oh, know. we're gonna have to go. and yeah, have, have a part I, two here. I don't, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I think
1: I like just watched it and like my friends and I talked about it, but I don't know if I've like really done a deep dive since I've been out of it. Mm-hmm. I know like The Rock became really popular, and my my buddy just thought he was the funniest thing ever because he's such a character of like you know wrestling of just you know. It's, I'm raising my eyebrow all the over, time, yeah. Do you smell with the rocks cooking? Do no you huh? smell? <laughs> he would do
0: it all the time.
1: He just or thought he, it was the yeah. He thing.
0: he would ask someone a question like, uh, "Hey Joe, uh, what's your favorite thing to eat?" <laughs> it doesn't matter what you like to eat. Like he would do that, and it was just absolutely hilarious, and it, it absolutely went, hilarious. And and now he's a, Maui and Moana for a while.
1: there, It was just the funniest <laughs> oh, thing to man. do. And huh? Like, and then we, then I went to high school, and then more people watched it. But I just wasn't as addicted because I think it wasn't just like on my time. Like, I don't know. It seems weird when like I wouldn't even I wouldn't. I just had other stuff going on or whatever. But, yeah. Wow. Hmm. all right. Well, till the next time, mm.
2: Andy, which you're going to have a co-guest on for that one. That sounds wonderful. And it's going to be
1: <laughs> epic. I
0: allegedly? can't wait for it. I, I, I really I'm think really that, excited That's going to be a good this. one. That's going to be fun. God. If you're okay. out
1: there listening and you love wrestling or know somebody who will. Pay attention for the next one.
2: Yeah, and I think this one, it might be a little bit more nostalgic than it is, like, real time, right? Yeah. This will be a, kind well, of a Well, that,
1: that particular back. member does, to, to Andy's point, still follow it pretty religiously. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. so we may yeah. learn a bit about the new stuff.
0: He'll give you the current rundown, but anything historical, like, between me and him, will be able to do some damage. It'll okay. be fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good.
2: Well, Andy, it has been amazing uh, <laughs> having you on as he's trying to read the script over there. It's been amazing having you on. Uh, I I do again feel like we just scratched the surface on the most interesting man at Johnsonville. So thank you, Andy. Yeah, you're uh, very welcome. Yeah, thanks you for having me. C- yeah, of course. If you would not mind closing yeah. out for today.
0: This is Andy Vergal, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs>